All right. This is episode five, and we're talking about autism in the workplace. Um, but as usual, I always ask, what's up with Fox? And what's been going on with you this week? Well, I've mostly been using my Open Tunes program because, well, a while back, I did say that I was planning on reviving some of the characters that I had on one of mm -hmm. my old YouTube channels. I'm going to be starting with Ruby. Of course, right. she's Ruby. Remember? <laughs> yep, she's a cute rat. Um, but like not Ruby the rat. Yeah, and basically, I just finished animated the first scene. Like, there's no oh, voices yet. I just had to do some. I I like to do like the frames first, then edit them, then put them together, and then once I get all the scenes done, then I voice mm -hmm. it. Oh, cool. Very cool. Do we know what the I mean, without giving anything away, do we know what the plot is of the first one, or <laughs> or just is she making a comeback, or just yeah, or just a plot of the series in general, or just the episode, like the first one? Oh, just the episode, yeah. Well, let's just say, um... without giving it away, you know, just kind of. Well, let's just say Ruby feels a bit tired. Of living ah. in a certain area, so she goes to a new area to start all over, and then that's where her journey begins. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's gonna. Are you doing like a weekly episode? Uh, well, I basically I I do the episodes whenever I can, cause I mean I do have work, and I also have to rehearse for my recital coming up, so I do it whenever I can. When is your, and when's your, that's this month, right? Your recital? Yep, it's on the 23rd. Okay, towards the end of the month. Very cool. And that's your guitar solo? No, it's not a solo, I'm doing a duet with my teacher. Or your duet, that's right. Recital is what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, didn't I send you the audio of you did. me and my teacher rehearsing? The practice, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I do the individual strings. And my guitar teacher does the chords. Right. And I think that's awesome because a lot of the stuff that I've heard from you, obviously, practicing and, you know, had being a beginner, intermediate, um, you've done a lot of the songs with chords. So I think going to the picking, the, you know, picking part or whatever you want to call it of the guitar um, is is you know, it's good practice for you, and I think that's the next step. It's also called you, tablature, right. or tab for tablature. short. Yeah. Oh, picking is? Well, yeah, when you pluck the individual strings and have, like, right. your finger on a certain fret on a certain string, that's called tablature, or just... Okay, see, just didn't even it, know that. You can just call it tab for short. That's what I call it. Huh. See, I didn't know, because I, when I was in the fifth grade and I was in band in the school I played flute and then of course I played piano um on my own we had a piano in the house but um yeah I tried guitar but I tried to kind of learn it on my own but it was just wasn't you know it wasn't my kind of instrument um but everybody played guitar it's it's funny when I went to high school um you know late 80s early 90s everybody was like playing the guitar <laughs> so that's why I bought the guitar. Um, but no, I'm glad you're enjoying that and loving that. Um, so what else is going on? I mean, 
other than work, because that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I guess that's the next subject. I mean, is there anything else exciting or not much, huh? Is it cooling off down there? Uh, no, it's regularly so hot. hot. Well, th that that's one of the best things about Florida, or at least one of them that I like. I mean, I don't mind the heat. I pretty much grew up down here. Yep. Yep, you did, since you were about 14 months old. Um, but yeah, I mean, usually... Have you have you guys been able to have the house opened at least? Yeah, we, we did it when it was called out. Cause I think now, I think January and towards the in towards into February are the coolest times um, for Florida. But it is here for us in North Ohio as well. It's the coldest. Um, I think it's going to get down to sixteen degrees tonight. So. I wonder once I'm up there, I'll, if I'll ever see snow. Yeah, we have snow every year. I've forgotten what it looks like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because, you know, when you went to Kentucky, um, you went to your dad's every other Christmas. Um, we actually did snowball fights. And one of yeah, our snow think... forts actually turned to ice. Yeah, because it wasn't really where... Where, where Kentucky is situated, they actually just got a ton of snow. Um, I think it was Friday. But um, where they're situated, they get a lot of mix, which is, you know, a mix of like, it's like sleet. So it's like um, rain and snow, which is ice. Um, they don't, they don't get the snow like we get it up here. Um, we get quite a bit of snow. So it'll, it'll definitely be different for you. And I think it only kind of like ice snowed for you guys like one one winter when you were up there. <laughs> but yeah, you've never really been in the snow snow, so gotta dress warm for that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, sixteen degrees and the wind, I think that's what makes it worse. Um when that wind comes through, it's like ugh. And then it and then it hurts your face. It's you know those memes that go around, why do I why do I live where the weather hurts my face? <laughs> basically um but anyway so and you're still um so obviously this episode's about autism in the workplace but um what you know because you're you're doing like it's pretty much really part-time right now um do they think that you're going to be able to stay there for a few months or is it just are they going to have a slow time I, Do they talk to you about that at all? No, not not at all. I, I mean, we pretty oh, much okay. just, you know, I mean, basically, I have moved on to some other things recently, like putting stuff inside magazines, which is a bit of a new project. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Like inserts, probably. It's like a, probably like an envelope or something. Well, it's mostly... I'm thinking. But. It's mostly a giant... I recently put giant pieces of paper into magazines. Huh. What's on the paper? It, it's something about, like, a. I don't know if it was, like, a form or something. I, I, I rarely oh, get okay. time to look at it because I got it. Yeah, 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 just curious. <laughs> so can you, when we talk about autism in the workplace, um, because you're new, you know, you're obviously new to it, um, and it's very minimal hours right now. It's not 40 hours a week, which is... Um, you know, and you can eventually work up to that, um, especially when you're when you move up here. But what do you find 
I mean, and again, these are friends of mine that own the company um, that I've known since 2004. So they're really good people. Um, and it's a small company, which is perfect. And I'm glad I got you in there. You know, I'm glad they were able to take you in and, and allow you to get some experience with this because, you know, anybody on the spectrum, it, it's, um, it's, it's anybody basically with special needs, but it's, you know, a lot of people on the spectrum, especially you and your sister are, um, also have ADD, um, you know, sensory issues that come along with, uh, autism and, and it's just, it's, it takes, it's, you know, it just takes extra time, kind of like being in high school. You guys just need that extra help. So, um, what do you think, you know, like your first day when you started, I mean, what, what do you think autism you know, what were the challenges, I guess, on that first day? I mean, obviously, you're nervous. Yeah. I was. But I do was you like, have any, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think, you know, did did they have to walk you through a little bit more? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, what kind of things? Because you wanted to talk about autism in the workplace, so. Well, on my first day, um, we had to first let them know that I learned from basically physical examples. So, um mm -hmm. Right when I was taken to where I work, which is like one room back um, from the right. front room or area, um, basically um, they gave me some envelopes and some inserts and they showed me how to, you know, put the inserts in and put the envelopes in a pile with the ones that I stuffed. And then after that, I pretty much got a good idea on how to do it and... The rest of the day, I I didn't even have to ask for much help because it was actually very simple. And I think that um, for those on the spectrum who enter a workplace, I mean, it's always a good... If you don't understand something, never hesitate to ask for help because, I mean, they'll understand because you're new at it and it might take a bit. So, but... Still, I, I guess I just managed to get the hang of it from there. Yeah, you've always picked up pretty quick on stuff. Um, but yeah, that's a really big thing. Obviously, anybody new in any job is going to, um, you know, their first job, you're training. You know, you're getting training. And and what you were talking about, um, there there are people on the spectrum that, and you had to learn to advocate for yourself because you went through school, you know, there were a lot of times, you know, when you were younger that you'd be aggravated and, and, it, and it's understandable because you don't know, you know, you didn't know how to advocate for yourself really and ask for, you didn't like asking for help, um, which is, un, which I completely understand because you want to do everything yourself. You know, you want to be like everybody else and do stuff yourself. You don't want, you know, there's, there's times when, you know, you're younger, you don't, you didn't want help. I, I remember that I was, um, I forgot at what age, but like I was washing. So you would, you would shower. I'd let you, you know, put the soap and everything on your body. And then you'd call me in and then I would come and help you with your hair. So I would shampoo the hair and then we condition it. And then you would 
you know, rinse and do the rest of everything else. Um, but it got to a point where, you know, you're like, you know, you were, you were just, you got kind of aggravated because you wanted to do it yourself. And that's where people on the spectrum need to, like you were saying, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, that's probably one of my weaknesses is, you know, so I've been a single mom for a million years, it feels like, but I never, I don't, that I, I'm really horrible about asking for help with anything in general. Um, I want to do everything myself. And that can be, um, trying to think of the word, that can just not be a good thing. Um, we all need help in some aspects. And especially when you're on the spectrum, you know, you need that extra, not, that extra help. Um, so what other things, so what is your, and I know things change all the time. You know, I know you want to do music. I know you, but what kind of jobs do you think, you know, you might look for up here? Are you going to try to find something, you know, in the, in, well, and I can help obviously, but what you're doing now, maybe you can gain the skills there and find a place in printing you know, um, and direct mail, um, or do you want to find, try something in fast food or do you want to try, you know, what, what are your, do you think fast food would be too much for somebody on the spectrum? Yeah. I mean, is that too fast paced? It'd probably be a little challenging. Yeah, pretty much. Also, um, for a future career in general, now, if I need to find something part-time up there, I will, but still... For my future career, I'm aiming mm. on being kind of like a painter, like not for like walls of a building, but mostly right. like on the canvas. And I've been pretty much getting good at it ever since. And the beauty of painting is that it doesn't have to be perfect. Like it can be like, no, yeah. it can be like all these colorful lines or stick people or <laughs> just something that can really kind of express in kind of a very beautiful way and i do is there something good and i do have the imagination for it i mean there's a lot of well, things yeah. i think about and like i just want to kind of let it out onto the canvas yeah have you seen um i i know you've seen so you would probably do uh you'd probably enjoy uh, art history classes and stuff <clears throat> did you you know who picasso is who's picasso where his Picasso, famous painter, he, uh, like his paintings are, you know, like if it's a person, their eyeballs aren't straight, they're, you know, it's, 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 um, it's not, it, it doesn't have to be perfection when you're doing something. It's an art form, you know, it's a, it's a form of expression. So, I mean, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Painting and even, even drawing or anything like that um yeah and the one that i it didn't have to be perfect the painting i did that i'm pretty much proud of is the one i did of my one of my granddads um papa james i like to call him oh yeah yeah the horse yeah the fox on his horse it's basically yep. a demonstration of the night where he basically took his own family horse or stole it because i mean if you take something and never bring it back and that's yep, pretty much yep. considered stealing. Even if it's your own family, he just rode off to join the war. I think, and I know, 
I don't I don't know the whole storyline or the the dates and everything, but um, I know he was in a um, civil war. Uh, he was in a prison camp. Oh yeah, that's where he contracted smallpox, and that's what led to his future blindness. Also, wasn't it, he became, wasn't he in there with his dad? I think I feel like his dad served as well. No, I I mean there's not much information on Papa Milton, but I don't think hmm. he did. But still, like. Pavel James spent the rest of his days blind due to smallpox and because of all the trumpet blowing, like, in close proximity, which is, I, I think, was a dumb idea because he ended up deaf after that and he spent the rest of his days blind and deaf, which I don't even want to imagine what that's like. Um, but still, he was very brave to even consider fighting at that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, well... Um, and most of the time, you know, it, it, you didn't really have a much of a choice, um, you know, protecting your family and, and all that. Yeah. Civil War was, uh, pretty bad times, but I, and I will have to ask Papal, but I, I feel like Milton, I feel like the two of them were in a prison camp. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Um, but yeah, so your paintings, you know, you could also, you know, being on the spectrum as well, maybe find a niche on the way you paint them, you know, set, you know, when you sell your paintings, maybe you could find a niche where, you know, for every painting sold, you know, $10, just an example, $10 gets donated to autism or something like that. That would actually be a you good know, idea. So, yeah, so there's a whole range of, you know, you're really good at painting. You could also, what would really be cool, um, that, you, you know, these are just different things that you could do as a career, but you could also open a little a little shop to where you would, because me and your sister did this, um, but they do little uh, canvas painting tutorials or whatever, you know, just you, you go in and then you, you decide you know, what they're going to paint, and then you start working on that, and then you kind of help them along and show them, like, different brush strokes, stuff like that. But it would be cool to do that for little kids on the spectrum. So there's a whole, you know, opening there where, you know, you're you're supporting yourself. You know, it's a career, but you're also giving back. You're being an advocate towards, uh, for autism, and you're donating a small, you know, a portion of your stuff to... Um, to autism so it, it's um yeah that's there's so much you can do with that um I know when you were younger you were talking about also trying to you know maybe doing some um cooking or baking classes just to because you enjoy it oh yeah and speaking of cooking I actually finally mm. came up with the perfect recipe for homemade pumpkin <laughs> juice pumpkin juice yes it's basically you know like you know, like, sometimes there's, like, grape juice, orange juice, kind of like that kind. Yeah, but I've never heard of pumpkin juice. Oh, it is good stuff. So also, did they kind of sell, like, during one of my birthdays at Universal, we went to, like, the Harry Potter area. They had... The butterbeer? No, I drink pumpkin juice. What? <laughs> they oh, you must have been with Mammal. No, I was with you and Mammal. It was one of my birthdays, I remember. I didn't go. I didn't go... I thought it was just, um, 
Oh, was I there with Memo too? No, I wait, was I it? I don't even. Hold on. I swear you, Peppa, and Memo went to Harry Potter. No, I think, no, I think, okay, so it was probably somewhere in the eighth grade, and it was a renaissance event, and, oh, that's right, I think Memo was chaperoning that time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I chaperoned one, I chaperoned Bush Gardens, and then she chaperoned... Universal? I think so. Yeah, we yeah. went to Islands of Adventure that time. That's right, and that's where Diagon Alley is. I so, drank pumpkin juice. It was delicious. Okay, that is... I didn't even... I had butterbeer there. I didn't even see pumpkin juice. What, what... What... Was that in the Harry Potter area? Yes. I think it was in one of the shops. Like, I think there was, like, a drink area somewhere. Now I'm gonna have to look that up. Harry Potter... Pumpkin juice. I, I swear. Pum yeah, I'm gonna have to look... Yeah. Even the bottle cap was the shape of a pumpkin. <laughs> So it came so it came in a bottle. Yes. Hmm. Was it fizzy like a soda? No, it was regular juice. <laughs> Pumpkin juice. There had to be something else in that, I wonder. Interesting. Um That's really cool. No, I meant your baking I would love for you to go down like to go when you're up here and we take a weekend and go down and maybe over to Ruth's bakery and see if she would let you work with her for a couple hours and just kind of you know learn to do a couple things there that would be kind of cool she does those little mini cheesecakes yeah i mean we <laughs> she does all the cheesecakes yeah, and we, mini cheesecakes we are only somewhat hours away aren't we yeah yeah yep from um yeah from columbus that area from that general area yeah there it's a four I think Lexington is four, four to four and a half hours from where I'm at now. But Columbus is two and a half hours south of where I'm at. So it's, cl it's actually closer to Kentucky. So, yeah. But that would be cool. Cool beans. Anyway, what other careers? What, what kind of careers do you think would be good for people on the spectrum? I know we have... I don't think we have one in the, oh, no, no, that's Michigan. I was going to say, I don't know if we had one. I don't think we have one in the state, but there's a Boo and Betty's. Is it Boo and, Boo and Biddy's? A what? I forget the name of it. It's a coffee shop that these parents started, okay? They started with one coffee shop, and two of their kids are Down syndrome, I believe, and one is autistic, and then they have a neurotypical, I think. I think they have four, um... I'm not exactly sure without looking it up, but it's a coffee shop that the parents started that they wanted their kids when they got older to have a place to, you know, be able to work. So they employ only, uh, you know, only people with special needs. And now they can, you can do, now they are, they're open to franchises. So they're opening other coffee shops like that around the country. And it's specifically for so, you know, somebody on the spectrum or Down syndrome or whatever disability that you have can, you know, have a meaning and have a purpose and have a job. And that's, I think it's amazing. Um, also, in the future, yeah. um, well, once up there, like, this is what I also wrote on my New Year's resolution during mm -hmm. New Year's Eve and such. Well, once up there, um, not only will I be 
trying to find ways to spend plenty of time with both you and Kaylee, or at least one at a time, but I'll also be trying to find a way to kind of get a little bit of a jump start to my career life. And once I save up enough money, then I'll try and look for my own apartment. Because, I mean, I'm going to be... I'm going to be 20 this year, and I like to kind of get a bit of a jump start and, you know, start getting yep. my life on track. I was going to say, and, and just like autism in the workplace, uh, there's a, obvious, there's city bus systems, but you also would like to learn to drive. I think that would be a step for you. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I mean, for now, I mean, for now, I'm not going to drive because it's, a bit nerve-wracking and a bit hard for me to focus when on the road even if I'm not the one driving I still you know but you I can mean, get a city bus pass yeah you can get a monthly bus passes also I still have my bicycle down here we just need to well clean it off yeah but you can't draw you can't do that in the winter up here it's just too cold yeah so you know, maybe you can't ride your bike to work in 16 degree weather yeah so maybe when it's like snowing out i then can take the bus but when it's not then i can take my bicycle just depending on what you know just depending, depending on, the, on what the weather where you work to where you live do you know what i'm saying if it's yeah. 10 miles across town you can't you don't want to bike to that yeah then take the nope, bus you just you know take your backpack and hop on the hop on the bus and go um your aunt, when she lived up in, uh, when she worked in Seattle and she lived in one of the suburbs, um, God, I can't, she lived where Microsoft is. I can't even, I can't think of the name of the, the town, but it was a 40 minute bus ride and she'd take the bus in because, you know, it's cheaper to take the bus in to Seattle than to drive in and then find parking and have to pay, you know. A three hundred dollar parking pass every month, but um, there's nothing wrong with taking the city city bus. You know they make apps for your phone. You can have, you know, if it's hard for you, um, the app shows where the buses are, the schedules, everything. Um, because that's something that I wanted to get your sister on as well. With the independence, is where you two can hop on the city bus. Know where, you know, know where all the routes are and know where you can go and, and such, things like that. Um, so I think that's going to be an advantage for you guys is having each other. You know, there may be people out there on the spectrum that maybe have, you know, neurotypical siblings or maybe the only one. Um, and they have their, you know, all they have is their parents to support them. But I think having, you know sisters having each other that's on the spectrum i think that's gonna help you guys in your career you know also, finding work didn't, supporting each other also didn't rain um isn't rain also working for her uh like ged yeah that's on the schedule i'm waiting until we're all moved and everything settled because we'll have help from different people um and pepal with math and things like that um yeah, your GED, you can work on different sections. So you there's it's a requirement that you have to pass different, you know, like a science and a math and things like that. So it's a test for each subject. So that's how that works. So we'll just pick a subject and she'll start with that. And then you just go take the practice test. She would like to go into an adult learning, 
like adult education classes. So that's, you know, I, I don't know if they have those for special needs. So that's something that's on the radar as well, because she's going to need that. Um, she would like to get that while she, you know, f you guys find a job coach and work on that as well. Well, I so. think, speaking of job coaches, we sent the stuff, like the papers to the rehab people. Now, not like the alcohol rehab, if if that's what everybody's thinking. No, you're thinking. on a, I'm, I'm, it's called vocational rehab. Yeah, I'm, vocational I just wanted to rehab. clear that up because <laughs> yeah. it's like, wait, what kind of rehab? Uh, but anyways, um... Basically, we sent the papers. They said it would take about three months for it to process, and I'd be ready to kind of jump in. Yeah, and I think by the time it processes down there, you guys will be moved, right? I think that's why they, well, you guys were kind of holding off on that. I guess we were. I don't know. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I think Peppel said by the time you guys get signed up and everything goes through. If it were March, April, May, you know, it's going to be coming into the spring and summer. And you guys are, you know, I don't know when exactly you guys are coming up. But, you know, the house has to go on the market. And um, I know that'll sell pretty quickly. But Wait, what's going on the market? Um, the house. The house that you're living in. That's That has to be sold. But what what's going to happen to Mama and Papa? You guys sell the house and you move up here. Wait, so they're actually coming with us. Yeah. <laughs> they did not... Where have you been, under a rock? Well, they did not tell me this. <laughs> they do not... It's so funny. They hardly well, tell me Well, you live in anything. that bedroom. Well, yeah, Well, cause... you live in the bedroom. Ask. There's another thing. You gotta open up. Just ask. They probably don't even think about it, you know? Yes. Is that why you... They're... Is that why you kind nothing... of set an example of a four-bedroom house... Yes, for now. Yes, and then we're going to buy some property to build on. Um, Wait. Yes, because oh. <laughs> now that now that Mamaw's sister has passed, all her family is up here. Oh. Her, her brother lives up here. Wait, you mean like my great uncle? He is your great uncle and your great aunt. Yep, you've met them before. They came down to the beach. I don't remember. Yeah, I got pictures. If I showed pictures and stuff, you'd remember. But they came down, and I took you and your sister down to the beach, and uh, and we hung out for the day. But that was a while. I don't even remember when that was, to be honest. I was probably very small. Uh, it's Uncle Bill. That's her brother. Uncle Bill and Aunt Nancy. And, um, yeah, because you know Mamma was born in Columbus. You know Aunt Abby was born in Columbus as well? She was. So everybody was, yep. And then Papal's family's in Southern Illinois, so everybody's up here. That's why everybody's gonna. Yep, you guys are gonna move up here. Yeah, well, I think we're gonna wait until my braces come off. Oh well, it's not even gonna be. It's gonna be like summer, into the late summer before you guys even head up this way. Um, because my lease, my lease is uh, I you know re-signed a lease up here too, so. But yes, not funny the things that we find out while doing a podcast. <laughs> Realization. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, I thought we talked about that, but you know, I don't know. My brain's a little fried lately. So, I don't know. This might be a short episode. What else do we have to talk about? Do, do you had something that um, 
I want to make sure the listeners, you know, follow on our Facebook page. What you wanted me to share something about your, um, about Ruby. What? Uh, oh yeah, that's just where. Your update. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically, like I pretty much said at the beginning of this episode, um, I fin- already finished the first scene. Uh, now a bit of a warning about it. Now there's nothing. It's perfectly family friendly. It's just the frames that kind of end up, there's a little bit of flashing in it because whenever I edit the, f- the frames, they always turn to be a bit of a different shade than the other. And when I animate it, it causes a little bit of a flashing almost, but not well, that's like- a good warning, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody is sensitive to any flashes, then please, I mean- Just be warned. Yeah, yeah like be careful or if it, like, I mean- have a parent look first, maybe, or... Yeah, like, there's gonna be some to be... flashes there, so I'm, I'm just looking out for you guys, okay? So if you're sensitive to flashes, um, maybe, like, if you don't want to watch it, that's fine, or just ask a parent first, like, to Yeah, maybe they can out. turn down the brightness or something, or, yeah, I'm not sure. You guys have never been sensitive to that, and you don't have epilepsy. But, um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, maybe however they deal with it. Yeah, just, but that's a great warning. Yeah, just a a fair warning about, like, it's, it's just the thing that happens with the frames. I really honestly can't control that. Um, yeah. Plus, editing the frames just, I just want the show to look a bit authentic, but since there's some flashes, I just wanted to warn everybody out there. Well, that's good. Do you, on your episodes, um do you plan on or do you have without giving stuff away do you plan on or have anybody that's on the spectrum at all um well there are there is one but let's just say she's very energetic and once the first episode comes out i'm sure you'll find out which character oh um cool i mean i'm not gonna say the name but i will let you know that like the characters let's just say they're animals and let's just yep. say one of them is a pig oh <laughs> and let's just say i'm excited to see yep they're very energetic and let's just say well cool. that's it's very good introduction well let's just yeah. say the episodes are going to be released out in multiple parts because it can take me forever to do it so i'll be oh yeah so once i get like the second scene done or at least a third scene done then i can release like a part one and then i can continue on to like a part two cool cool beans all right yep i guess we're pretty much done then um Yep, we'll start thinking of, uh, start working on our episode six. I really would like to, you know, maybe find something where me and you can watch a, um, I don't know if you've watched, oh, now my brain is gone. Um, I don't know if it's on Netflix. It's about autism and it's about the boy who... God, like my brain's penguins? gone dead. Yes. Have you started watching that? Yeah, I've seen some episodes here and there. Okay. Because I didn't know if you wanted to watch the first episode 
if you need to rewatch it. But maybe to me, I think it would be great to talk about, like have some talking points in there because um, actually even in the second episode, in the second episode they have, he goes to a support group, a therapy group with other people on the spectrum and all the people in that group are actually really on the spectrum. And one of the girls there is from Cape Coral. Hmm. Yep. She's an on the spectrum actress. That's something else you wanted to do. You like being in, you know, or voice voice actor. But that's that's something you always loved as a kid. But I figured, you know, maybe we could talk about that. Talk about different, because there's a lot of stuff in that first episode. Especially, it reminds me of your sister. Also, like, you know, about, like, loving penguins part. You know, yeah. I also have a favorite animal, and it's obviously the fox. Yep. And I also like to study foxes. Yep, your first fox animal that you, the actual specific fox was the arctic fox. Or not the arctic, was it the arctic fox? Hmm. Like no fennec fox. Yes, the fennec fox. They're adorable. I was tiny. Yeah, they yeah. they may be tiny, but their ears are so big and foofy. Oh, I know. Surprised they don't. Also, trip over they them. also have brown so eyes cute. like me. Oh, so that's awesome. another thing I like about them. Very cool. They're so cute. Or at least most Arctic of them foxes do. are. Aren't Arctic Arctic foxes are pretty tiny too. Well, they're a little a little bit bigger. It's just their ears that are a little more tiny. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Cool, okay. All right, so we will see everybody next week. We shouldn't be skipping a week um, again. Sometimes it happens. Um, I did I did get sick. I was, I'm feeling better now. Um, but with the holidays, <laughs> it's been absolutely crazy. Um, it's been crazy up here. So, um, but anyway, we will... Um, See you next week, and thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there, um, and we will have other links Um on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.